Welcome to another episode of the Cynic Critic Society Podcast. My name is Sebastian. I'm Amanda. And today we'll be getting into uh, two movies, actually. Two movies that we actually saw, Ant-Man and the Washington Quantumanium. And also Scream 6. So we're going to give a little, not too much of a deep dive, but a quick overview and a review of said movies and... Uh, no, just come along for the ride. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Cool, for sure. So let's get into Ant-Man and the Wasp. So basically, this film is another film in the larger MCU. Um, I think it's Phase. This is Phase Four. Phase Four. Phase Four. Well, we're at the end of Phase Four, right? Yeah, I we're the think. end of yeah the end of Phase Four going in now. Loki and the stuff after Loki is going to be in phase five. Phase five, yeah. Phase five, which is going to be all done with the with the King Dynasty. We were in the multiverse phase. Now we're in the King Dynasty phase. Yes. And honestly, as far as the phases go, this has been my least favorite phase of all of them. I think thus far. I think it's like across the board from all fans that is this, this phase is just not it like this phase is not it it, it has certain highlights like shang chi and um and wandavision and wandavision but a lot of people did a lot of people didn't even a lot of people didn't even like wandavision yeah but but a yeah. lot of people also liked loki and i really didn't so yeah, exactly. so this phase was very much uh not wishy-washy but it's very non-directional there yeah. were some movies that we're going to be really big hits, but really didn't do much. Like, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. really was not that really, great. Especially when it came out around the same time as Everything Everywhere all at once. Yeah, exactly. Just, no. And and it was also just kind of confusing, too, with, like, the Winter Soldier coming out and Hawkeye coming out in the same phase. Yeah. As, like, all of this multiverse stuff. It was just... Just didn't put a great taste yeah, in my mouth. So definitely, definitely we're going to be looking back on this phase in the back burner as a phase that maybe could be forgettable, yeah. but hopefully it hopefully did build upon more of the story because honestly, there are talks of people getting fatigued with the MCU. And Including honestly, me. Like, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of getting there a little bit. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing there to root for right now. You know, even then I did like the first two Ammons. But this movie was yeah. this this movie was supposed to be Ant Man's big, uh, big role. You know, it's always the third one that's going to be their big role. Like yeah. Thor Ragnarok is a bigger Thor movie. Iron Man three is a bigger Iron Man movie. Yeah, uh, Captain America Civil War was a the really big, <laughs> the big, big movie. third movie. Although Captain America two was critically acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, Winter Soldier is really good. I just don't like the first one, the mm. first Avenger. But Winter Soldier and Civil War, they're pretty good. Okay, yeah. So definitely, so this is basically be, this is basically supposed to make Ant Man more serious. Yes. So we'll just give a quick deep dive, a quick uh, deep dive into what happened in the film. So I'm pretty sure everyone has seen it, but if you haven't, we saw it when it came out. We're just late to the party. Very late to the party. <laughs> so basically, what happens is uh, Sky Lang is feed is like. Is like relishing in the fact that he's a Avenger. You know, he writes a book. He's on all these tours and whatnot, and um, he gets things for free. He's he's living life, you know. 
And but also he kind of feels bad because he does he's not there for Cassie that much. He lost a lot of time in the quantum realm, and after the blip and everything, he feels like he doesn't really know Cassie too much. And Cassie right now was like a uh, uh, angsty teenager or young adult. You know, I would say young adult. You young adult who's very active in all her beliefs and whatnot. She gets in trouble with the law, you know, and uh, under Scott's nose. Uh, she's also doing experiments with Hank Pym. Hank Pym and her are now like doing experiments with the quantum realm and other Pym experiments or whatnot. Mm. So quantum you know, realm, the yeah. Pym test kitchen. Yeah, just, like you know. the first, the first like thirty minutes, the first thirty minutes of the film is just Scott living life, and then he gets hit by this thing that. That like they're working on things with the quantum realm, yeah. And the wife of Hank Pym, I'm getting forgetting Janet. her name, Janet. Yeah. Uh, How could you forget Janet? She's the main character in the exactly, movie. Exactly. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, Janet's <laughs> also very uh, not very pleased that they're doing all this, and they're very gun ho on like showing them. So obviously, the MCU, it's gonna go wrong at some point, and it went wrong. They get trapped in the quantum. They get trapped in the quantum realm. Wasp is there too because she's very successful. But uh, they yeah. try to like Wasp is there. Wow, Wasp is there. Yeah, Wasp is there. Just like it's so sad though. Yeah, and especially it's, because like I heard that Evangeline Lilly said that Wasp deserves their own standalone movie. She wasn't even. She mm. got sidelined so hard in this so movie. So hard. So hard. It's like you even forget she's there. Yeah, and, and it's actually because she's part of the film's, like... Name. Name. Title, exactly. But anyway, so we'll we'll get to it. So, yeah, so Wasp is there also. They get trapped in the quantum realm. Um, they all get um, the experiment that the, the, the research that Cassie and Hank Pym are doing is basically saying that they're able to map out the quantum realm while not being in the quantum realm. But Janet tells them, like, like you guys shouldn't be doing that because if you guys send a signal down there, then that means someone can send a signal right back, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically that's what happens, like, I guess. Uh, I guess the, the, the whole machine fucks up and they get trapped in the quantum realm. They all get split up, you know? And uh, everything in their, in their room gets sucked in. And, um, yeah, so they get all split up. They somehow managed to get back together and they they meet they meet this like this world of people that live in the quantum realm you know they're mm-hmm. not from they're not like they're not technically like the same type of people but they're all just people that live in the quantum realm yeah and they're they're all like fused with the reality of that and um chidi from the good place makes an appearance yeah, randomly there you go, there you go. bill murray makes a appearance for like 10 minutes you know? yeah apparently janet has been here for 30 years but 30 years hasn't been quite the most, like, redeeming 30 years, yeah. you know? She's done some stuff to stay alive She has there. a reputation. She has a reputation, definitely. Um, we're going to... You come to figure out that she's worked with King. But she... Okay, it was an unwilling... Yeah. Like, she didn't know that he was a bad person yeah, exactly. until after she did... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, after she helped him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um... So basically, King figure uh, King and his sidekick Modok, you know, um, who turns out to be uh, Scott Lang's oh uh, no Hank Pym's boss from the first movie, who was also Yellow Jacket. Um, they uh, they tend 
they they uh, they team up and uh, they abduct Cassie, mm-hmm. you know, and Scott's on this on this whole quest to try and get Cassie back, you know. Kane kind of forces him to do something that he that he needs him to do, which is to convert this, I think, this Infinity Loop and make it smaller so that he can use the power of the Infinity Loop mm-hmm. to create a portal from the Quantum Realm to reality, yeah. you know. And at the same time, he's making his whole fleet, you know. So he ends up doing that, but also the rest of the rest of the crew try to try to garner up the help of the quant the quantum realm people to try and overrun King, you know, because of because of what he's done to them over the years, you know, and tell him like, don't be afraid. Very typical, like very typical battle. Mm-hmm. Battle cliches, like good old CGI battle cliches. Good old CGI battle cliches. That's that's another thing with this movie. I really didn't, I really didn't like, I really didn't like the quantum realm. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was too much to look at. You know, it was almost like CGI overload. You know, mm-hmm. and it just like damn, there, there were so there were so many things that you guys could have gone about it, but it was bad. And like was, yeah. I during the movie, I had a little chuckle to myself because. The scene when they were in the bar or whatever, mm. I was like, "Huh, this is like Star Wars in space." And then I was like, "Wait, Star Wars is in space." Yeah. But like Star Wars, it just feels like you're in a world. Yeah. This just felt like you were in a blob of CGI, and yeah, there's just exactly. so much going on. Exactly. And exactly. Like in Star Wars, you forget that this is like space that this mm. is like a little planet and you know like it just feels like you're in the world that they're in uh yeah but like also you can you don't even you don't even need to go far from the mcu gardens of gardens yeah. of the gardens of the of the of the galaxy is always in it's always in space and different different lands but you know they differentiate yeah guardians know? does it much better <sighs> way better and this one just like it just felt like it felt like nonsense. Yeah, in and it the was background. it was just not a good look. It's like this is a multi million dollar company, and they couldn't get better CGI. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So besides that, you know, he said uh, so. Janet been working with King. King finally has his fleet, and he feels like he's ready to rule the world. But obviously, he needs that that Infinity Loop. So he he uh, tells Scott Lang to help him condense it so that he can use the power of it and and in return you know he had captured cassie so he would give scott cassie back in return you know so and it and it just follows a sequence of like this trippy kind of kaleidoscope type of looking visuals happen where there's like a infinity amount of like scott langs and like other stuff that almost they almost pretty. They pretty much like act like ants, but yeah. they're all a bunch of Scots. They're helping out this this main Scott trying to complete his mission so that they can save, just so that they can save Cassie. You know, and then Wasp is, shows up. Yeah, Wasp. Shows up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but but back, but like back to that. They're very all the all the Scots are like, they're like they're they're, they're all like running out of order because they're like they're all they're all they're all like scared, but then. Main Scott tried like re like remind them like we're doing we're not doing this for us we're doing this for Cassie and yeah. they all start to work together and they're like oh for Cassie for Cassie you know you know what that totally know. reminds me of go that totally reminds me of in Inside Out 
when <laughs> um, she creates the perfect boyfriend and they're trying to get back and then goes, I would die for Riley. And then <laughs> it's like she keeps creating them and it's like the boyfriends. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they make like that little bridge and they're yeah. just like, Riley. <laughs> That's what that is. Okay, yeah, you remember. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But it also mimics what a ant colony also does too. Yeah, okay, whatever. You know. Like he's I've seen man. a bug's life and I don't remember them doing that. Sure. Well, touche. I said touche. <laughs> also, sorry, one more thing. That scene though, especially with the Baskin Robbins one pops up, yeah. reminded me of in This Is the End when Paul Rudd randomly runs in with the wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Just oh, think yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of better movies. Better movies with Paul Rudd during that mm-hmm. time, yeah. Yeah, like better movies like the first Ant Man movie was sure. your favorite movie. Sure, sure. I don't like Ant Man very much. Honestly, again, like I said, I liked Ant Man one. It was very self contained. It it was just its own little bubble, you know. Like it didn't need it didn't need to affect the rest of the MCU. It was nice. It was cool. And uh, from what I was hearing from other podcasts that. Like, I kind of did agree with them, too. It was missing the ant type of scene. Uh-huh. And Ant-Man 1, he, actually, he goes into, he goes into, he goes into, he goes into the bathtub, right? To try and, like, like switch into, like, the mini-him and back yeah. to him. So he switches down to mini-him, and he kind of kind of locks up, and he can't go back to his normal form. And his friend, Luis, you know... Shout out to um, Louise. Louise, fucking, he tries to find them, can like find them. So I don't know why, but he starts running the water as if like he's gonna take a bath. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because you see like you see him facing this running water, which to us is just running water, but to him it's like a full on tsunami. You know? Yeah. Or later on in Ant Man One when Yellow Jacket and uh, Ant Man are fighting in Cassie's room. They, they're, they're, they're like, they're, they're like, they're like fighting around all these toys and mm-hmm. they, they're on this railroad and it looks like a, it looks like a full on railroad's coming at them, but it's a toy car. Yeah. Know, well, yeah, because everything in this movie, everything feels like it's all the same size. No matter exactly. how many times they try to make it look like, oh, they're mm-hmm. shrinking or they're exactly. getting bigger. Like it doesn't, that you can't really tell the sizes based off of what's going on in this little world because everything is like the same size especially when it's dealing around the superhero that is centered around sizing Mm -hmm. you know so back to quantum mania you know so they managed to do what king wants them to do king is king is now the big daddy of the mcu you know he was a he was a version of king that was that was um that was um uh, not uh, executed, but was um, condemned or something like that. Um, he was, was um, exiled. Exiled, right? That was he was exiled to the quantum realm because he wasn't able to fulfill what he was meant to do, you know. And that's that's his whole purpose in this movie is that he wants to, he wants to get back to the real world so that he can finish what he was made he was made out to do so he could prove people so is, prove his other kings wrong. Is this king going to be the big baddie or is it all the kings gonna be the big baddie? All the kings are gonna be the big baddie. So this so think of it as this was just like 
a taste of it. You know, just one king. When in reality, it's going to be a full bunch of kings. Well, this king got his ass beat by a bunch well, of ants. Okay, well, okay, we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward. <laughs> so, so obviously, um, so obviously he uh, doesn't give up Cassie, you know, almost starts to kill Scott. When, uh, and so Cassie figures a way to escape, but he sends Modoc, mm-hmm. you know, to go and kill her. And uh, he had a lovely scene between her and Modoc saying that he needs to stop being a dick. You know, yeah. people more, maybe more people might like him if he just wasn't a dick, you know. It was funny, you know, a little funny little comedy chuckle. thing, a little, little chuckle. So they, so they have the help of the quantum, the, the quantum realm people. And uh, they are pretty much messing up King's whole fleet, and he's getting more pissed and pissed. So he starts just killing people left and right, left and right, left and right. And, um, you know, it's looking like they might not actually be able to kill him, you know, and this is just one king, mm-hmm. you know. But out of nowhere, Hank Pym and all these crazy ants, you know, <laughs> due to the fact that they also were sucked into the quantum realm with them, they somehow advance in 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 like technology and society so fast because of like the whole time difference in the quantum medium in the in the in the, the quantum realm that they're so advanced and they're so high tech they start killing all of king's mm-hmm. people and start killing king you know also with the help of modok now he realizes that you know what maybe he shouldn't be a dick yeah you know i i think it was mainly the ants yeah exactly i mean mainly a little bit of modok and uh, you know, it just ends off. It just ends off with uh, Modok dying, you know, being uh, an Avenger, being an Avenger. One of the one, still probably one of the still probably the best. Scene. Probably the best scene. Probably in the, the movie. best scene in the whole film. That's tough to say when there's Paul Rudd and um, and everyone else and everyone else and everyone else. Michelle uh-huh. Pfeiffer, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, uh, John 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 the Majors was 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 good. And yeah, was good. Was no, good. the thing is that it has a great cast. It's just, it's just not that interesting. Honestly, it's, it's just not. not that interesting. It really is. It it seems it's another one of those movies where the commercials are just way more interesting. Yeah, than the actual movie. The movie was really about Ant Man and the Wasp, just. Not that Ant Man and the Wasp. It, yeah, was about it was about Hank Ant-Man. and Janet. It was yeah. It was about it was about Janet and Ant Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So turns out um, they were they were able to make a portal back to the real world. So Hank, Janet, and Cassie make make it through, and so does Wasp. And as soon as Ant Man tries to go in, it's the cliche. Uh, mm-hmm. King comes in at the last moment, starts beating them up, and they start fighting. Watch says, fuck, this is my man. It's you my know? man. So I got to do something in this exactly, movie. I got to do something in the movie because I am part of the title, you know. <laughs> so she jumps right back in, tries to help out, tries to help out Scott, and they end up killing King, this King, you know. But in return, but 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 in consequence, the portal is, like, destroyed. So now they're not able, so now they're not able to get back yeah to to their world and this is not where it ends but it should have ended here because you see a full embrace between them two and they're like they're, they're realizing like what they did and what they've done and like they come to peace with them yeah and it would have been nice you know because then it would be like oh cool so then we get to figure out how Ant-Man comes back again or mm-hmm. something you know no rats this time yeah no 
Cassie and Hank somehow put something together and they all reopened the portal again. <laughs> in just, five seconds. In five seconds. And and um, Ant Man and Wasp get to go back to the get real world, to the world like no nothing. consequences, like nothing. But now, now, like now, like Scott appreciates uh, appreciates everything in random, but it feels a little bit off. Mm-hmm. You know, he starts having a little internal struggle with them. He's like, "Oh, I think I did what I had to do." And, and then he's I like, "I think I won." You know, and he's like, "Eh, we'll see." Yeah, we'll he see. He basically said, "That's Monday's problem." Yeah, exactly. you know, that's Monday me's problem. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> basically, the whole the whole gist of it was that. He just wanted. He just was uncertain of when King said, "Like the rest of us will come." Yeah. You know? He's like, "What do you mean the rest of us?" You know. Yeah. And uh, basically, it, it, it goes into like footage of like the, the the Council of King being notified that the King in the Quantum Realm had had been destroyed. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna start making their plans to try and conquer the world. You know, it's yes. all King from different like timelines. It's a pretty. It's like a pretty cool scene and um that's basically them building up the big baddie which somehow we got to here you know yeah and then end credits roll it's loki it's uh it's a scene for loki because the man who just won't die yeah so (laughs) let him rest (laughs) i guess in loki's in loki in loki season two um their um one of their one of their goals is I guess is to find Prime King, which is yeah. the first king before everything happens. And so they find him and that's the whole end credit. You know? mm-hmm. So And Sebastian will let you guys know about that in the future. I, I will not be watching Loki yeah, season she two. Did not like Loki. I, I couldn't even okay get with, past Loki season one. I was okay with Loki. It was not the best. It, it was, was the best. so boring. Oh, Dull. God. Let him rest. I'm tired of Loki. Let's <laughs> move on. Like again, like I said, like, this <laughs> is this MCU fatigue that's happening. Well, it's because Loki literally dies every single yeah. time. He died in Thor. He died in... He died in Dark World. He died in Infinity War. He continues to keep dying, and he keeps coming back, and I'm tired of it. Save your tears, because he's not dying. Okay, so let's talk about... No, no, no. It's over. Well, we got to give what we thought about. That's what I was going to say. Okay, for sure. Like, let's talk about the movie. I thought you were going to go to the next one. So... Disappointment, and even in the numbers, you can see it's a very disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's either the second or the first biggest drop off for an MCU film. Yeah, it made two hundred and three million, I think, in the first weekend, and it dropped down almost two hundred. Damn, almost two hundred mil. You know, that's that's pretty bad. But it's like you can clearly tell that that like. Obviously, critics were not high on it, and the audience were not high on it. Well, actually, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato score as if that matters, but Tomato Meter, 47. Yeah. Uh, but audience is 83, so yeah. people did enjoy it. But my question is why? Because it was so long. Every scene felt like I was ready to get to the next scene, and not in, like, 
it just felt like there was so much um oh my god what is the word i'm looking for everything was lingering on everything was lingering yes but there's so much like fat in it there was a lot of fat there was so much setup there was so much like and it's your third film there should not be this much setup. This should be conclusion. Conclusion. This should starting. be climax. This should be yeah. like, okay, we already know these characters. Yeah, like, like the bar is set, and it just felt like I was learning about everybody. I didn't we learn about everybody in the last movies? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> See, like the thing is, like, hey, you you are kind of right though. So, it's like, if you think about it, third films, Iron Man three. It's not really that much setup. It's just Iron Man. Dealing with a new baddie, mm-hmm. the biggest baddie, yeah. Civil War. There's not that much setup. It's just two sides that don't that don't the two Avengers that don't see eye to eye. So they build up a team and they fight for what they believe in. And, and it's like we yeah. we do get Black Panther and Civil War, and we get you know, Ant-Man. um, no, I'm I'm talking about like new characters. Oh, Spider Man. You know, Spider Man, and like we get the new characters. But we don't linger on everything. And it's like all the characters who are already in there, they're already set. Mm-hmm. So we're just in motion. Yeah. Exactly. This one felt like I was learning everybody's backstories. I don't need to know their backstories. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, like. Exactly. Exactly. Like <laughs> maybe that would have been better suited for like a show. Yeah. But not a movie. Not yeah. A especially. Movie. In, and the thing is with the MCU is like. The third film should be the the finale. Mm. Like Guardians is going to be the finale. Yeah, exactly. But everything is so like, well, it needs to lead to this, and Ant-Man needs to come back for this, and mm. blah, blah, blah. So it's like nothing has like that final feel to it. Everything yeah. is just like, oh, well, he'll be fine because he needs to come back for the Avengers 20, mm. 2021. 20, you know, really like, good. so it's just like there's all of this setup for no payoff until like five more movies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then like thing is the thing is too, um, especially for like third films being like the ultimate climax or whatever. Like Thor Ragnarok is the to me is the best third film. It's super high. You don't need to know. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody. Anything. The only backstory that should be in a third film is the third villain yeah the new villain story, and that's it everything else should be boom 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 boom. but this boom, one it was boom. like we got king's little backstory we got janet's backstory we're learning more about like everybody yes. and i'm just like we're I don't... getting we get we we're starting to get cassie's backstory yeah we're getting cassie's backstory in ant-man too yeah but obviously granted a lot of time has passed, so now we don't know Cassie again. Mm-hmm. So now we got to reintroduce out Cassie. And speaking of introducing Cassie, so we got Catherine Newton who the replaced new, yeah. the Cassie from Infinity War. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, she's from Detective Pikachu. She's from Freaky, and um, she's in Paranormal Activity. I think the fourth one. The fourth one, yeah, I think. So. I like Catherine Newton. I yeah. do. I think every. I think every. I think everyone, as far as like. As far as reviews, they liked her. Mm-hmm. They, they liked they they liked the casting, but I don't think I liked the way they went about the casting. Yeah, it was that was, it was fucked up. It was very it was very messed up. It was like this this person signed on to be part of the MCU, and they're like, okay, cool, I'm in the MCU, sick. You know, yeah, like, that's a big gonna, break. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be in at least like two three films. Who cares? You know, at least a, or like 
especially since it's, especially since especially since it's uh, Cassie and she's part of the Young Avengers mm-hmm. eventually. That's gonna be with stature, you know. It's like, all right, cool, sick. Like that's that's the that's that that is my break. I'm gonna be part of the new Avengers. Yeah. No. No, you get recasted by someone who's a lot. A lot bigger, you know, maybe better, mm-hmm. but it's just like, come on, that yeah, that's not cool. It's like the way they did it was pretty fucked up yeah. because she found out when we found out. Mm-hmm. You know, like you couldn't just call her, exactly. You exactly. know, like and give her the heads up. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, no, no. Um, I liked Catherine Newton. The only thing is, and I said it when we saw it, she was giving Scott Lang her mm-hmm. own father. The fuck me eyes. The entire movie. It was uncomfortable. Like I was just like, why are you looking? I know he's Paul Rudd. I know he looks I know he looks like that. But why are you looking at me like that? It's like, girl, keep it in your pants. Keep it in your little Ant-Man suit. the Bill Murray cameo. Not necessary. Not necessary. I think on like even across the board on that one was like, why? Yeah. Why? Why even? Why even bring him in? Why even bring him in? Yeah, it was like to be a traitor, I guess, you know? in the moment, right? Yeah. He tra- he was. Yeah, to be a traitor in in the moment, yeah. But really, you shouldn't use him for that, you know. Yeah. Like that's Bill Murray. You could use him for a lot of, for a lot of other things. Yeah. But whatever, you know. Honestly, like I said, I this this film I had some high hopes in it. I was like, okay, it's gonna be Ant Man, be a big one. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say it. This missed. Luis. Yeah, the it, friend. Yeah, it, it, it really, it, it, I was really missing him a little bit. I was like, damn. There so, were some jokes to be made in this, in this movie, but he wasn't there. They could have shrunk him down to ant size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, or like you know, still have him like, like still have him like around, maybe on the other end. Like he stopped by, he stopped by to say like hi or something like that. And he's just like, Everyone you know, like, you well, know. Well, I even thought, like, how I said, like, they should have at least had, like, at the very end when we see Scott and he's walking around and doing his daily business, like, he should have had Luis walking with him or something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I don't really care for Ant-Man. I didn't have high hopes. I mm-hmm. just saw it because, you know, you it's, wanted to see it, it's and it's, you kind of have to see them yeah, exactly. when you... When you're following the MCU, you have to watch everything, like that. So, no, and then um, I guess uh, I guess like another 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 like uh, another like argument has come up with the MCU, and then apparently that the Ant Man and the Wasp has gotten the second worst review as far as the MCU go, Mm -hmm. as far as like ratings go. But I don't think it is the second worst film. No, know? because you got, you know, Dark World, yeah. you got Incredible Hulk, yeah. you know, like the the usuals. Yeah, but I, I would even go Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I liked Love and Thunder more, but it wasn't no. that good of a film. But like people are saying now, it's like, okay, maybe maybe people are not taking the MCU a lot more serious than before. Mm-hmm. Before people were like being like, damn, so war was so great. Damn, well, so yeah, great. because Damn, the movies so were better quality back yeah. then. Now it's just like, what's going to get us to point A to point B to the next phase mm. or to the next? What's going to give us like some Easter egg into the the future films? Mm. It's just you know, this phase was just not it. It's just I think with Marvel, it's just 
There's everything everywhere. There's TV shows all and at once. Movies. You know, everything everywhere all at once. There's TV shows and movie. The TV shows now intertwined with the movies and all that stuff. It sounds Which, nice. It sounds nice in the thought of it. Like, oh, cool. There's going to be multiple different avenues of this media. But then you go to Star Wars and it's just nothing but TV shows at, at the moment. And I'm not fatigued on that. I'm actually genuinely happy that the Mandalorian is out there. Yeah, we get to look and forward, or and yeah, that we get to look forward to another week by week of Star Wars. That's and I feel cool. like you know, other than the sequels, which I have my opinions on, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like Star Wars is has been at least with the TV shows producing things where you can tell that they are taking time with that they're that they're setting up their stories for that like. For just that season, like mm. it doesn't need to click to everything. Right, right. Maybe it will in the last couple, in the last couple, or they might do, or they might put it in here, like here and there, like Boba Fett. Yeah, exactly. But at least it's not so far into it. Yeah, because even in I think Mandalorian season, the new, the new season, episode one, there was a Easter egg for like what could happen in Ahsoka. Mm. But since you and I haven't seen that much of it, we're like, all right, cool, whatever. It just it just yeah. seems it just seems like it's part it's part but of it's the episode. Like an Easter egg is fine. I'm mm. totally down with Easter eggs. I'll I like watching those videos. Mm. It's when it's just so like blatant that like, this hey, is going here, here's to this. Can we remember this? Yeah, you you're know, gonna need to remember this because remember it's this. gonna be exactly. relevant in four movies. Exactly. You exactly. know. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think with the Marvel fatigue, I think they need to re they they need to reassess and think of the action movies that people genuinely want to see uh-huh. and the stories that generally make sense. You know, throwing yeah. every throwing everything at the wall just wasn't I it. I don't think I don't think it's it. You and know? also, like I've heard that like Doctor Strange is supposed to be the new Iron Man, you know, but like. The way that all of these movies are going, it just, I don't even know who's the main character anymore. Yeah, it's like, every, every, like, it was, it's like. Because, like, with the original phases, it was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Iron Man. It's, it's going like, to be Captain uh, America. It's going to be Thor. Because you're getting these movies that it's like, okay, this is about this person yeah. and they're going to be a team. Yeah. and But this, it's like, okay, so Wanda, is she dead? Or mm. is she now a bad guy for real? Mm. Or is she coming back? Or. You know, Spider-Man, it's like, okay, nobody don't knows even, who he is. So don't it's... even forget about Agatha. Agatha's getting her own show. Oh, uh, yeah. But we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, I want to say... Um, There's just a lot of wanna say, uh, going on. I want to say, I was going to compare the MCU to something that you truly love near and dear to your heart. Is the MCU starting to feel like Degrassi? <laughs> just so many different little... So many randomness. Yeah. Where the next generation is where it's at. Go on. I don't know. Yeah. The MCU right now is in its first class era. Yeah. And that's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, what are we rating it? I'm rating it. Uh, <laughs> don't mind that. Don't mind that. Some boxes just fell, whatever. Um, I'm rating it... I'm rating it a 6.5. Okay. I'm rating it a 6 out of 10. I'm rating it, I'm rating it a 6.5 because there were some aspects that were good. A lot of bad. You know, mostly bad. Mostly bad. 
but I'm not going to say it's the worst film. I'm not, yeah. You know. No. And Michelle Pfeiffer was great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's move on. Let's move on to the movie that we just finished watching. Yes. Which, people, which people are going to be like, wow, you, you just got the Ant-Man review out like two weeks after I met the <laughs> But you're going to get your Scream 6 review out like the right weekend. Right on time. Right on time. And that's because Scream 6 is worth talking about. <laughs> we just came out of the movie right now. Scream 6. Uh, packed. Packed crowd. People were laughing. People were like... People, people were in people it. Were, people were gasping. People were laughing again. People were into it. I only um, saw one asshole looking at their phone. One asshole in their phone. We got tickets like 50 minutes before the show and it was still great seats though somehow. Yeah, surprisingly. You know, I was... I was uh, I was shivering my timbers. <laughs> I was drinking nothing but but cherry vanilla coke, and just having a good old blast. Get a little ASMR in there. Shake your little ice so people know that you're still drinking that shit. <laughs> you always, you always, whenever you go to, whenever you go to the movie theater, wherever it is, you gotta go get your large soda pop. Mm-hmm. And drink it throughout the film, and when you're on your way out, you go get a you go get a refill of that last shoddy pop because then and that, you should get your popcorn. But sometimes your partners will blatantly not listen to you and not get you your popcorn. Yeah, but make sure you, but make sure you pick a partner that is not partially deaf and is going to probably go deaf <laughs> eventually. You know. Anyways, we're gonna go. We're gonna go dive deep dive into Scream Six. Scream Six is a movie with a lot of twists and turns. We're not gonna spoil them for you just yet. We're gonna spoil it though. Now we're gonna spoil it now. We're gonna spoil it now. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give a. I'm not gonna give a deep dive of this film. This film was too crazy as far as too, twists and turns. Yeah, twists and turns. Like you start off already in New York. Tara's going to college. Samantha's getting going therapy to therapy because of what she did in Scream Five. Spoiler alert: If you didn't see that, she killed her boyfriend and her boyfriend's girlfriend mm-hmm. because they wanted to kill her in yeah. the same house that Billy killed. Um, in the same house that Billy tried to kill Sydney. Uh, Sydney. Know, Sydney, 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 whatever. Sydney Prescott Sydney puts Prescott. some respect on can, her know, name. Can, you know, I'm, I'm, hot take. I'm getting, I'm getting a little pissed. Getting a little pissed. Uh, I'm getting a little pissed that Billy's getting all his love. And Stu is and Stu not getting is no love. Just, and Stu is just the person that just got, and Stu is just the person that just killed off. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Because I love Scream. I like Stu much better than I liked Billy. All right. I know Billy was the boyfriend, but Stu is the real maniac because he did it just for fun. He had no motive. Billy was like, Oh, your your mom fucked up my parents' marriage. Oh boo hoo. I'm gonna I'm gonna be just disgusting and kill her and rape her. But Stu is literally just a a crazy guy who's like, yeah, my best friend's killing people. I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> he had I mean, no motive. Exactly, exactly. So, as you can Matthew tell, Matthew Lillard, as you can respect. tell, respect. As you can tell, there was no Stu. There's no Stu representation in this film. Yeah, no, there was two seconds of Stu representation when they go, 
Is that the TV that Stu was killed by? <laughs> like you're damn right it oh, was. You're damn right it is. <laughs> you're not gonna lie. You know. You know. Not gonna lie. They gotta put all those props and everything in not a museum, but it would be nice in like a, like a universal. Yeah. Like walk through and everything like that'd be pretty cool, especially mm-hmm. now that Scream's now a big old franchise. You know. Oh, big old big franchise. Old franchise. It even had its own TV show. Yeah. You know? you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I actually did enjoy the Scream TV show I, for I, what I it was. I did not see it. I liked it. It was it was it was cute. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, all you need to really know as far as synopsis is that the gang, the core four, are in New York now. Yeah, core four. Tara's, Tara, Mindy, and Chad are in college, and Sam followed her sister and is taking therapy and is fucking the neighbor. (laughs) Should I try and should I try should I try and deep dive it? We can talk about it a little bit. Okay, so okay, so okay, so then maybe. As I go, you start putting you start putting your little things. In. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's do this. So let's do this. Scream <laughs> Six starts off with the iconic. What's your favorite scary movie? The iconic blonde on the phone with the killer. And know? the blonde is from Ready or Not. Uh, yeah, she's the lookalike for Margot Margo Robbie. Robbie, but not. But is not Mara Robbie, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, starts off in a restaurant. She's waiting for her date. You know, her her dates her date is lost. Apparently, doesn't know where the actual restaurant is. She keeps on telling him, you know, the address, but he keeps on figuring. He just keeps on fucking up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go down this alley. Oh, I'm gonna go down this street. Blah blah blah." And so she's like, "Oh, well, let me just help you out. Let me just go outside and maybe wave wave out for you." Yeah. Also, she is a professor of she's, the she, cinema. Yeah, she is a film. She's a film professor for uh, what is it, Westmore College, I think. Yeah, uh, Westmore University, I think. Uh, so she's on. She's on. She's, she's she's waiting for a day. She um, she's on. She's on the phone with them. They start talking about a little bit of movies and why she doesn't like that. And why she's not too very fond of. The slasher franchise, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the guy, the guy on the phone says, "Well, why not?" And, you know, and she starts saying her film snob um, critique on it that, like, uh, you know, it's very played out, and it's it's always it's always it's always of time, blah blah blah, and all this stuff, you know. So he's still very lost. So she says, "Oh, I'm gonna come outside and just." wave you off mm-hmm. can't find him still he says oh, i might be down the alley why don't you just come meet me down at this down by the alley so i can see where you're at okay why not you know even though even though she literally told us like minutes like minutes ago that like that like the slasher film is is predicated on like people being dumb mm-hmm. you know and making and she mistakes, was pretty dumb but she was but she but she does the same thing turns out face the killer Mm-hmm. Date is the killer, you know, and it turns out to be dubs her up. It turns it turn, turns out to be Flash Gordon. Yeah, from, Tony Revolori. Yeah, from the new Spider Man. Yeah, but I know him as um one of the one of the guys from Movie Fights and Screen Junkies, and he's also in um the Grand Buddha Piss Hotel. Okay, cool for sure for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Casually kills her real quick. He takes off his mask and takes you're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, is this this is the first time where we where we know 
who's the killer is. Mm-hmm. Just you like know? off the bat. They're like, oh, cool. Well, like, okay, this maybe might be a different take on Scream. You know, like, we know who the killer is, but maybe no one knows. Yeah, know? like, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to know who it is, and then we're going to watch them guess who it is. Yeah, and we're going to constantly be like, no, 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 mm-hmm. you know, like, this, like he's the killer, you know. So he packs up his thing. He bumps into, he bumps into, he bumps into Tara, who's going to a frat party. Uh, they they talk about something, and then he goes back to he goes back to he goes back to like his apartment, and I guess he's living with a roommate, or whatever. And he he uh, takes his mask that he just killed someone with, you know, and puts on this little shrine of stab, you know. Yeah. That's like three different ghost ghost face masks, or whatever. And um, yeah, she he just. Chilling, you know, chilling. Uh, His friend calls him using the little ghost face the voice. Ghost face voice, and they apparently said, like, bro, you, you, like, we agreed to never use it on each other on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, I just want to test it out, you know. And you're just like, oh, what is this going on? Like, oh, it's just like mm-hmm. this, this, like a whole like friendship between like people trying to kill going on. Because for me, when I was going into this film, I thought it was going to be a whole like legion of. There's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of legion of people that want to be ghostface killers, you mm-hmm. know, like almost like, and that's uh, how it looks like it's going to be. Exactly, exactly. Like, um, if anyone, if anyone has seen, um, uh, unfriended hackers, like mm-hmm. how remember how in unfriended hackers, it was all like a bunch of people. Oh that yeah, were just, I forgot that, about that one. A bunch of people were just like doing the same thing. Yeah, they they loved how like the the, the crime happened or whatever. I you know about that movie. Yeah. Super, super like random, like deep, super, <laughs> super random deep cut right there. But anyways, that's what I thought they were gonna go about. Like it was gonna be a whole legion of stuff. Yeah. You know? So he's messing. So the guy on the phone is messing with them. You know, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna play this little game of like hot or cold." You know, like, mm-hmm. I really want to do this. I want to drink, and we can hang out or whatever. He does it. You know. Hot or cold, Hot yes or cold, no. Yes or no, you know. He in goes, or out. He goes, he he goes in, he goes into his buddy's room, not there. Goes into the laundry room, not there. You know, he's like, okay, I'm done playing this. He's like, no, come on, you're almost hot. You're you're there. You're almost there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're hot, you know. So he goes he goes he goes to the kitchen, he's like, Oh, you're getting warm. Goes back to the living room, getting cold. You're getting you're getting cold, you know. So then the realization comes in, he's like what is going on here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he starts heading towards the fridge and he's saying, you're getting high, you're getting warm, you're getting hot. And he's like, what the hell's going to go on? Mm-hmm. Opens up. It's homies. It's his homies. It's his homies dead body. Yeah. RIP. RIP to the guy that we never, that was to the, to the guy that we never, that we never knew, you know? Yeah. Oh, and that's where the, um, that's where the, um, ice nine kills sticker is correct. Correct. It was right there. They're also in also, also in also in the like apartment, you see a poster for the the last podcast or the last podcast on the left or whatever. It's like another like horror themed podcast. Mm-hmm. You know they they they, they kind of do like uh, deep dives and also stories. Okay, okay. pretty cool. I'm like okay, like I kind of kind of kind of. I love that the... Scream does that because like the last one they did. Um, oh my god, the oh my god, the kill count. The kill count, they do the kill count. Yeah. With, uh, uh, James, James J. Janice. James J. Janice, you know. Shout out. <laughs> I do like, I do very much like that Scream acknowledges it's that. It's so meta. That, like, there <laughs> is a community out here about it. You yeah. Know? Not just, like, horror film, like, 
horror film fanatics, but like there's media out here, especially Ice Nine Kills. Yeah, that's which such is, a which is all which is the whole metalcore band predicated on making film um on making songs that are about horror films or horror horror things. You know? Yeah, super cool. So check then, them out. You can listen to them on Spotify. Check them out. Check them out. But listen to us first. Anyway, so <laughs> he ends up dying, and we're just like, oh shoot. This, this isn't the killer. This is just a random like one off. It's you just know? like, uh, oh, so, um, you know, <laughs> that's it just, So afterwards, goes into Sam having her therapy session, and her therapist getting fucking freaked out because Sam's like, I kind of enjoyed killing my ex boyfriend in the, mm-hmm. the last film, you know. And therapist's like, oh well, I'm gonna have to. He's like, I got a dip. I got a dip, and I got to report this to the fucking, <laughs> to, the fucking to, to to the cops. She calls. She calls him bitch. I mean, like, he doesn't. <laughs> But she calls him. She calls him, a, she calls him a bitch later. Like, on, kind of, kind of like a puss. You know? Yeah. Anyways, um, so then Tara, She's like you fucking beta. Yeah. <laughs> so then it cuts to her, cuts to her going back home, and then there's like movement inside her fucking her, her apartment, and it's and it's the roommate. Just her slutty roommate having sex. What's her What's her name again? Um. Honestly. Millie. 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 So her roommate Millie. Zoe. It's Millie. So her roommate Millie having sex with, 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 I guess not her boyfriend, but someone else, right? Was it someone like that? Was wasn't wasn't there a joke about that? Yeah. Who's Paul? Who's Paul? Exactly. Hey Paul. Hey Paul. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So then then Tara is at a frat party. And uh, he's getting too crunk, and he's, some some dude called Date Rape Freddy yeah. is trying to be like, "Hey, I got some fireball." And fireball. Man, I got, I got some fireball inside <laughs> my room. When come on down, it's like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> let's go. And then she has the whole cast of crew back there, you know. Um, the whole cast of crew for real though. Has Chad. They have uh, Mindy, Mindy's girlfriend, and uh, newcomer Chad's. Uh, Chad's roommate, Ethan. Yes. Ethan. You know. And Ethan's a shy guy. Doesn't seem like he would hang out with Chad, but they're roommates. So. His roommate because of the, because of the university. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they're pretty much like there to like guard her, not guard her, but to make sure they're at she's, the party. But they're looking out for they're her. Looking out for her, you know. So so Tara gets frustrated because she feels like she can't live her life, and she. Yada, like she's trying to move on, but obviously she's traumatized by everything. She's trying to do anything to get to like get over it. Very typical traits, very typical like uh things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I get it that you don't want to live your life. Yeah. You know, dealing with all this shit, but it's like, come on, girl, like girl. Like, you're not gonna get fireball with fucking date girl, rape like, Freddy. Like girl, your father's Billy. No, her father's not Billy. Her father's not Billy? No, remember um Sam's Mom is a hoe. Oh. Was with Billy, mm. but she was like in a relationship with Tara's dad or oh, something. Okay. That was all explained. Tara is not related to Billy. Oh, okay. Tara's not related to Billy. No. But Sam. But is Sam is related to Billy. Okay. 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 So, um, moving forward with that. Um, uh, so then, so then, um, from there, yeah. basically. No, remember from from there, from there, Sam sees that the there's new killings now. And How do you know like, that's not what I was about to say? Oh my bad. That's what I was about to say. 
<laughs> go on, go on. I'm sorry. There's new killings on the horizon. They see it on the news, and Sam's ready to flee. Sam's ready to flee. You know. But you know, uh, Millie's dad. He's a cop. Millie calls dad. Dad's like, "Hey, Sam, you need to come down to the police station anyway because yeah, exactly. your ID is attached to these killings." Yeah, exactly. So Sam and Tara, Jenna Ortega. Go are on their way down to the police station when Ghostface makes his appearance yet again, yet again, just, and fucking movie, destroys this? everybody in the freaking liquor store. Uh, uh, May no. they rest in peace. He's trying to get some groceries, you know, and they end up getting killed. And this this Ghostface is over here carrying a rifle, carrying a shotgun. <laughs> yes, I do understand that the store owner was using a rifle, but. Hey, hey, hey. hey you got to stick to your knife. Got to stick to your That's knife. Your That's look. your look. Exactly. Anyways, um, yeah, like, yeah, uh, this movie, I will say, a lot of ghost face. A lot. A whole lot of ghost face. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm not at it. Yeah, exactly. And I do agree. I do agree with the reviews. Like, you could not let up. Like, you were always constantly like, oh, it's going to come out of you. Oh, mm-hmm. it's going to come out of you. Know? Yeah, this movie definitely, like, where there should be a jump scare, there was actually Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so they somehow survived their trek to <laughs> to the police station. They talked. They talked to the head chief right there. Turns out to be Millie's um, dad. Millie's dad. He took on the he took he took on the case because he feels like it's very like personal to him now. Mm-hmm. You know, although they said that he should have been like you know, he should have been. Um, off the case, she went off the case yeah. or something, you know, because of the, like how close it is to him. Um, and then here comes Kirby, Kirby, the comes FBI in. agent from Scream. She's from Scream Four. Yeah, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, if you don't know, she's from um, the critically acclaimed Bring It On, All or Nothing, mm-hmm. and she's like she's she was really big in Disney. Oh, she's like she's in. Um, Remember the Titans? She's a little girl. She's in a lot of things. Feels like she's making a comeback. She was gone for a a while. Yeah, so we see her back again because she's now working for the FBI. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, saying that I'm going to help you guys out with this case because it's very close to home. I got stabbed by Ghostface, but I made it out alive, so I want to try and find this. I want to try and try and find this dude, you know? And then they're making their way out, and who who they run into? Miss Gail Weathers. Miss Gail Weathers. Miss Gail doesn't take a break from the media. Weathers. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she gets obviously they're pissed because she started making a book about how mm-hmm. their life stories. As if she didn't learn her lesson. Exactly, exactly. She gets a little taste of the Sydney punch. Yeah. Where <laughs> she gets socked in the face. <laughs> well, okay, let's 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 backtrack to how she gets socked in the face. Sam goes in for a for a punch, and she she dies. She's like, "Oh, trust me, I know. Trust me, you mean you like trust me? You think I haven't seen that one coming?" And then Jenner comes in with the second like, bomb. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. beautiful sisterly tag teams. Exactly. So they're obviously pissed at her for you know banging off of for banging off of their trauma, you know. And uh, she's like, "No, Jenner, I do want to like help you guys out, but they can't trust." Her, yeah. You know? Off the record. Off the record. Whatever. You know. Um, after that, where are we going? After that, that is when we, when the core force, they're having their moment together in the, ho- in the, in their apartment. And what happens? 
Ghostface happens yet again. Kills Millie. Rest in peace. Rest Spoiler in peace, alert. Millie. The whole movie is a... Sp- I mean, you can't... I, Whatever. Millie... Just go, just go, just go, just go. Millie goes. Millie's boyfriend, may he rest easy, dies. And this is probably one of the most intense scenes I've seen in a while. With Ghostface coming after them, fucking slicing the girlfriend. Slicing people. Stabbing like, Mindy. Like, the different ways Ghostface was killing, was killing people. Mm-hmm. And leaving their bodies for fucking, for fucking decomposed. Yeah. Like, Ghostface was a like menace. We, like, later on, like, later on, we see Millie's, like, boyfriend or whatever, just, just disintegrated. Yeah. And then just in, like, the bathtub, you know? Yeah. And um, it's like it's crazy because it's like with Billy and Stu, they were they were so untrained, you know, yeah. like so they could they would get kicked and or they would fall over and stuff. But it happens though. It happens. It happens though in this movie too. Not nearly as much though. But the Gail Weather ones in though, you know. Yeah, yeah, because Gail's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I know that Chad put a couple couple couple. Putting a couple good licks on them, though. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not saying, like, they didn't get fucking punked, but, like, they weren't as clumsy. Yeah, definitely. As, definitely. like, Ghostface mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. They were pretty, like, pretty agile. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But, yeah, um, you know, Ghostface somehow figures out a way to get inside their um, their apartment and uh, starts slicing up Millie, starts slicing up the boyfriend, and uh, they only get notified because uh, what's it called uh, n- uh, cute guy sends them a text of a picture mm-hmm. of Millie getting strangled. They're like, "Oh, what the hell, you know?" And yeah, Ghostface comes out, fucking starts stabbing people, slicing people real quick, you know. And we're like, "How the hell? Like, like I can't trust freaking hot guy right now because yeah. we don't know him like that." But right, right. but yeah, um. Okay, continue. Okay. I am sorry. I, I we've been calling her Millie. Her name is Quinn. Oh, Quinn. My bad, <laughs> I Quinn. Was like, there cannot be a Millie and a Mindy in the same movie. There's no way. I just looked it up. Her name well, is maybe, Quinn. Well, maybe Millie. Maybe <laughs> Millie. We're thinking of what we're going to think of later. The, later on. Okay. So, anyway, so Quinn ends up dying, like I said, and Ghostface comes in. Uh, slices up, uh, slice, slice up one, slices up one of the people, yeah, uh, which is like Mindy's, uh, which is Mindy's um, girlfriend at yeah. the time, you know, they somehow make it out alive except for Mindy, freaking nice guy over here, yeah, a cute guy over here, puts out a ladder so that they can like escape through uh, Quinn's, like mm-hmm. through Quinn's window, you know. And you know what that scene, like, have you ever seen Truth or Dare, that really stupid movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy Hale that scene kind of reminded me of that okay, you know okay. there's like the scene in Truth or Dare where she has yeah. to go over the ladder you know what it also reminded me of too a little bit hmm. um you ever see uh this movie oh my god I'm blinking I'm blinking I'm blinking, blinking, blinking. um it's a movie with think uh it's it's a whole movie predicated on like live streaming and like you either have to accept the challenge or not, and if you accept it and you complete it, you get money. And you get oh, advanced um, to, oh my god, uh, dare, like, 
No, it's not no, called Dare. No, like Hacker Hack. No, it's oh, called it Emma, Emma Roberts, Emma Roberts and Dave and Franco. Yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. If anybody knows the name, I know my sister's seen it. So if you're listening, let us know what that's called. Actually, I, can just, I can just look it up. <laughs> anyway, continue, continue anyway, as I find that, this name. So, so that little scene of them going over, going over, going over the ladder to like make it through the thing, kind of run, kind of remind me of a sequence in that movie that I think, I think we dealt with. The Ooh. movie is called Nerve. Nerve. Thank God, it's Nerve. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, moving forward. Um uh what's her called? Anika? An- 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 Anika. Anika does not make it Anika out. Anika bites the dust. Bites the dust. She gets she gets stabbed. She gets stabbed in the stomach earlier. And uh Ghostface just pushes her off the <laughs> damn letter. <laughs> and she hits her head on the dumpster. May she rest. May she rest. Um but yeah. <laughs> um so then she so then Ghostface just escapes, doesn't do anything else, and they just wait for police to get there, they get her body and whatnot, and they just traumatize again. They're like, Who yeah. do we who do we trust? Who do we not trust? You know, and that's Dad's when, crying because he goes to the case and he's the cop and he's just like, I wanna get this guy. Yeah. Fucking um Chad's roommate shows up all lottie dottie and Chad's like, where the fuck were you, man? Yeah, My exactly. sister almost died. Like, her girlfriend is dead. You know, and he's just yeah. like, oh, I was in economics. I, I, was, I was at school yeah, doing exactly. schoolwork. Exactly. Um, so, they just like, alright, whatever. Like, yeah, you you have you have class or whatever, you know? And, um, yeah, they just, and then Mindy starts like having a feeling about him, like, mm-hmm. like you might be the killer, you know? Yeah, which, like, I was like, dude, Mindy, chill out. But, yeah. like, I guess I understand because her girlfriend died, and mm-hmm. now so everybody's a suspect. And everything, you know? Um, so, yeah, so then, that, so then that moves forward. They really can't stay anywhere because they're scared that Ghostface is going to, like, get them or something. Yeah. Know? Oh, and we're forgetting that Chad and Tara kind of have feelings for each other so. now, which, honestly, their chemistry was really good. You know, usually when, like, a character is with somebody else in another movie and then, like, all of a sudden there's feelings, I'm like, "Mm," but I don't know if it's because they're just two attractive people, but (laughs) (laughs) the chemistry was there. The chemistry was there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, So from there... Just a lot of ghost face. <laughs> a lot of ghost face killings. Uh, they're trying to like track him down. Yeah. Um, with the cell phone, and they do get his tracking, and it's in the Upper West Side, Upper East Side. We're getting the whole, we're getting the whole thing, but we'll move on. Anyway. Well, yeah. So then, it turns out Gail Weathers is next on Ghostface's list to fucking kill yeah mm-hmm. so um get with her and um her, her now boyfriend now boyfriend that we never meet you know we don't even get a name and honestly poor guy poor because guy. he gets fucked yeah. and then <laughs> like she's like on a phone call with Ghostface, and he's yeah. like your little boyfriend he all those muscles are for nothing and she's like yeah i know <laughs> Like, I was like, damn, bitch, you just died. Like, 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 I know he's not Dewey, but, like, damn. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. So, Gail Weathers, like, she puts up she puts up, she puts up, a good fight against, like, Ghostface. Especially, especially, like, a Ghostface that's very, like, technical and, and uh-huh. like, like, pristine on what they do, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Long story short. She gets fucked, but like. Fucking. But the cops come, they're like, she has a pulse. She has a pulse, which is just (laughs) the one line that you need. That you can beat her to a pulp, but as long as you have that one line, you're like, she's coming back. She's coming back. Don't worry. She's coming back. She's not getting the Dewey treatment. Even though, even though she, even though she does say, tell Sydney that Ghostface didn't didn't get get me. me. (laughs) And it seems like she bleeds out, but nope, they got a pulse. They got a pulse. They, they were like, no, we need Courtney Cox for the next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I guess, uh, so I guess now they're just they're just irritated with everything. So they're just like, might as well bring him somewhere that we know for a fact we can trap him. Yeah, you know. And a part that I forgot is that they found Ghostface's little little freaking. Um, what I was gonna tell you. Little cave of. Ghost face memorabilia. Like a whole shrine dedicated to all the different killings throughout the years, you know. So and they have all and they have all of the different like like uh, robes and stuff. Yeah. But all the masks are like taken off because the killer has been leaving the masks with every other killing. Yeah. You know? And it was like, oh, okay, if you've never seen all of the movies, well, now you've seen all the killers. Exactly. So right. you're good. <laughs> Uh, so they basically find a way to like trap the ghost face in the movie theater and then they get a call and it's the cop and he's like, Kirby, her mental health hasn't been there. She's not even an FBI agent. And they're like, what? They're like, fuck. And that's when <laughs> She's in there with us. Yeah, that's when like everything goes to black and, you know, a ghost face pops up. A ghost face calls Sam. Yeah. Off of uh, Richie's number, I think. Yeah. yeah. And they start start tagging her, and, you know. Well, after, but then we're forgetting that after Jenna Ortega and Chad start making out, Jenna Ortega immediately gets stabbed in the back. Stabbed in the back. Like fucking stabbed in the back. You think, oh, she's she's gonna paralyzed. Paralyzed. You know, she got just. <sighs> Clinked in the chick, back. This chick is paralyzed, but is able. But to JK, walk. she's running. She's, she's able to walk, run, get, eventually <laughs> get dropped from the second floor under the stabbed first in floor, the stomach, stabbed in the stomach. This woman doesn't. Oh, this, God. and this is my biggest issue with these this movie because hold on, because then Chad is like, no, let me fight them off for you, yeah. and. Fucking three ghost face come stabbing him all crazy. Two ghost all, face. Two ghost face come they stabbing him all crazy. Grab him by one arm each mm-hmm. and they're just like shanking him. Shanking back and forth, back and forth. So we're like, rest in peace, Chad. He's bleeding out of he's <laughs> bleeding out of his mouth. And he's like, go. It's like it's scary. And we're like, damn. All right. And then so they the sisters find their way into the thing. Then we find out that Kirby got stabbed a whole bunch, so it's not Kirby. Yeah. And she's got fucking gashes in her neck and in yeah. her stomach. She's bleeding out. Mm. Don't worry. She's not dead. Not dead yet. <laughs> she's also not she's dead. She's not dead, even though she gets shot, like, twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we find out that... Dun, 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 dun. The cop is working with two ghost face killers. So the cop is a ghost face... Quinn comes back from the dead. She is a ghost face. And nerdy Ethan is also a ghost face. But there's something that bonds them together. 
their their family member family member eldest brother is Richie from Scream Five. So they're like, we're gonna kill Sam. We're gonna bond over our fucking deadbeat brother who yeah, worked exactly. at the the roller rink in California. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like they 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 honestly believe that they honestly believe that Samantha killed him in cold blood and there was nothing that their son ever did wrong. Yeah. Which is wrong because their son and his so-called girlfriend are did all the killings are, are horrible, you know? So they start getting attacked. The girls start getting attacked. Jenna Ortega should be dead. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> okay, my thing, though, my, my thing, though, is actually, you know what, though? I just answered my thing. I was, I, was, I, was just, I was just running right now in my head right now. So I was like, okay, so they're so strung up on Richie and how he wanted to make he wanted to make his own great movie, but then they kill off um, the dude in the beginning, and he's like, "But I was supposed to do this for the leg in the movie." And he's like, like "Fuck your movie." Maybe because they're upset because Richie's obsession with the movies just went too far and lost mm, his life. Exactly, I was. You what know, I was thinking, I was but you know what? I didn't even realize until. You know, they fucking told us straight up when Quinn goes, I lost my brother, you know, in a car crash. And it was like, oh, shit, that's her brother. But he didn't die in a car crash. And then also when the dad goes, I have no family. My kids are dead. And it's like, yeah, your your son is dead. Now all now all of you are dead. Now all of them are dead. <laughs> but where's the mom in this? She's probably dead. Probably. <laughs> but um yeah so everybody gets stabbed everybody gets shot everybody's fucking yeah, sam's over here sam has her own fucking stabbing style because she goes like insane every time okay and my critic hold on hold this, on uh, and then at the end all of the main characters live kirby got shot like four times slashed jenny Ortega should be jenna Ortega should be paralyzed and is walking free. All she has is a little cast on. She'll be paralyzed and have her guts hanging out. But she's walking fucking <laughs> free. You know? And guess who lives? Chad. After Chad. getting stabbed up the fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Chad lives. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is so backward from what Mindy was saying earlier in the movie. We didn't go over, but it was something that she was saying that she was going over. She was going over what happens in a franchise as far as a slasher film. She even said that legacy characters are fair game, mm-hmm. which is what, which is what, which is what Tara and Sam are, and even Kirby. Is, you mm-hmm. know? Well, no, because the legacy characters are Kirby and Gail. Those are the legacy characters. Sam and Tara, those are the main characters. Yeah, and they're still, they're, they're still up. They're they're still up as like victims because mm-hmm. they could just kill them off and it will, and the story will yeah. still progress, you know. And the thing is, yes, like everybody got hurt. None of the legacy characters died. None of the main characters died. Yeah, and it's all the side characters, like like Anna, like Annika, Annika, and, and the boyfriend in the bathtub, and mm. you know, and it's just you know. Like Stranger Things, like how we had brought up. Why we were saying how why we think why we called her Millie all the time because Millie Bobby Brown said this about Stranger Things, um, but she 
especially especially the third season, people aren't people aren't dying. Yeah, there's too many cast members and not enough death. Death that that could that that can make that can make the content so much more meaningful. Yes, and it's like with Scream, like the second movie shows that. Even if you are the main, like, you're part of the core group, you can die at any moment. Randy yeah. died, like, just in broad daylight at any moment. But, like, this scream is so scared to kill off any leading character, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, the same thing with, like, Stranger Things where it's, like, you know, Max should have been dead, mm-hmm. you know? But, mm-hmm. nope, they're going to keep her. And Jenna Ortega should be dead but of course they're gonna keep her, especially yeah. now. Especially now, especially she's really now. Big, you know. But but it's like Chad could have. They could have killed Chad, and then they could have given. Yeah, they could have given Tara an even more reason to be like depressed and frustrated, and mm. because she because she got her man, and now he's gone, and but no, like they're so afraid to kill off lead characters, and it just makes everything a little less like suspenseful it makes yeah. things a little less like okay well you know what no one's gonna die exactly. you know it's like it's like it's like it's like even what Minnie said in the beginning is like um anika tells her like oh you're back at a house party when the last house party you you went to you almost got killed and she's like oh well, it doesn't matter like lightning never strikes twice mm-hmm. in the same place like well now you did you know yeah. like maybe that maybe her saying that should have been the go ahead and be like, okay, kill her off. Yeah. Let's kill her off because she's being, she's being, she's being, um, she's been cocky about it. Mm-hmm. So she, so she doesn't believe she's going to get killed. Let's kill her off. You yeah. know, Chad is getting feelings for Jenna, for Tara, for Jenna Ortega. And what is, what is, what is the main thing to not do in this last year? Get feelings. Have and sex. be blinded. Yes. You know. It's just like they should have at least killed one of the core group. Mm. You know, whether it was one at of the the core four, whether it was Gail, whether it was somebody, like either, somebody should have died. Either Chad or Mindy, so that in the next movie moving forward, we now know what their motive for Chad or Mindy. Maybe Chad maybe Mindy died and Chad's like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I lost my sister. Mm-hmm. I almost got killed. I'm not, I'm not doing it no more. Or Mindy survived. Chad, Chad, I was like, I can't bring, like, I can't be part of this, you know? My yeah. brother, my my brother lost his life. I almost lost my life, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. But, but no, they have nothing, they have nothing to say that. Now, now they're both of them, now they're both going to be like, well, we almost died, but whatever. But know? whatever. Uh, LOL. And I'm still going to be part of this, you know? And like, I think Sydney not being there is the right thing of what Sydney would do. She's like, no. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm, 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 not, I'm not going. I'm not going there anymore. Yeah, you it's like it's a shame thing. that it's a shame that Nev is not back mm. because of the reasons she's not back. You know, with the whole money dispute. But like, but I, I think, think her, her character, character that it seems it seems like that should have been the right step. Yeah, that she should have not been there. She just want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah, she's done with it. You know. I'm glad that they at least you know look back at her fondly in the yeah. movie. And, Definitely. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that that's the reason. Like, it's Nev Campbell give her her money. Yeah. But it's okay. Like, that she wasn't there. At least she didn't get killed off. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. 
But, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, like I said, like I think people, I think people need to die, especially, especially, especially for Scream, who is like we don't care who dies. Yeah, I mean, Whatever. look at the Remember. original Scream; like everybody died. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Stu died. Fucking the 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 sister died. Yeah. Like everybody died. What was called? Um, what was called? It wouldn't make sense. Okay, maybe this, maybe, maybe this, maybe this might be them doing the same thing again. But it would, but it would have, would it would have been like a, would would have been like a clever way to be like, okay, cool. Like I see what they did with there. If Mindy dies, mm-hmm. because then she would go out the same way that her uncle did. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. Like oh, she survived. She survived her first movie. Now her second movie, she was still telling it, but she get. But she gets killed in broad daylight, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, in the middle of a train, you know? They should have let her die. Like, because it was such a... It was an intense scene. Yeah, exactly. And, like, just for her to live, it's you know? Like, it's just, like, those scenes... Or her living now makes those scenes super unimpactful now, you yeah. know? It just makes it boring. Like, oh, well, I, I don't care if she gets stabbed in, stabbed in, in, the, in, the, in the stomach. She's living anyways, you know. Or yeah. Chad, I don't care. He's getting fucking, he's getting kebobbed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going to live anyways, you know. Who cares if Jenna or Tega gets stabbed in the back? Who cares? And the stomach and falls the stomach. off of a fucking balcony. Yeah, it's like, she's <laughs> going gonna to live anyways, you know. Okay, my okay, my critique with third, with the third act is Samantha. Okay. Why? That was way, that was overkill. I'm sorry. That was overkill. Putting up the whole thing and saying, like, this is what you want me to do, huh? I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, wait till I not make people think that you're not about it, you know? Yeah. Like, just kill him off when he's unconscious and that's it. Let it yeah, because like, no, then now you, you're acting like your dad. Exactly. Now you have the fall and rope, you have the thing. Jenna's looking at you like, yeah. What? Like, you, you like, like, you good? You know? Yeah. Like, we get it. Killing those people or killing Richie and all them felt good that you wanted to do that because you're probably you probably um saving your sister. But then going off to put on the robe and the mask and the voice changer and everything and making it seem like you are like a ghost face killer is like I think that I think that goes against everything that you guys are trying not yeah. to happen, you know. So that was my biggest like cringe and I'm like, just kill them all. Yeah. Fuck it. And then, like, also granted, too, it was like, I'm going to save you because I'm not like my father. My father was a murderer. I'm not a murderer. Yeah, but then, then she's fucking like, a murderer. But then I was like, well, you did mess with my family, so. Yeah. You know, people were like, woo, yeah. Everybody like, was like, woo, and I was like, yeah, was but like, also, yeah, like. Cool, it could have been done a little bit better, you know? Yeah, but it's all for the theatrics. All for the theatrics. Uh, but overall, I did like it. I think the kills were really good. Brutally, they were very were, brutal. Very I can't brutal. wait to see the kill count on this one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, best kill was Annika. Annika got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> for real. And worst kill was, I guess, the boyfriend because we didn't see it. No, the worst kill was uh, the worst kill was oh, the, the shop therapist. owner. The oh shop, yeah, shop owner because he just he just got shot. He just got shot. Someone else, but no. R.I.P. But even therapist was not that bad. Therapist was cool. Yeah, therapist got a little stabby stab. Stab stab right there. You know, it's cool. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely had, I definitely had, a, I definitely had a lot of fun with it. I was, I was up, I was up the whole time, just like it just never, it just never stopped. It was just, yeah, it kept on, kept on going. I'm like, damn, like, there was a kill, like literally every other minute, there was a kill, mm. but there was still a lot of story. Yeah, it was. I think it was very well, mm. well edited. I was, uh, I was saying this in the car when we were on our way back home. As far as a film that nowadays is putting a lot of diversity in their main cast, I think this cast works so well and doesn't even feel forced or anything. No, everybody feels right. Like, like, like I was telling you, I'm caring for Tara, I'm caring for Sam, I'm caring for Chad, and I'm caring for Mindy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think like them four, like if some something happens, I'd be like, I would generally feel sad. You know, yeah. because you know Tara and Sam have their relationship. Chad and Mindy have a relationship because they're brothers and sisters, you know. And now just, Chad and Tara have yes, their relationship. Exactly. So I'm just like, I think, I think overall, as far as like a, a quote unquote diversity, it's coming from Scream One that was all white, you mm-hmm. know. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good cast. I like. I like everyone. In yeah. There. Well, the chemistry is actually there, and I feel like with this movie, like franchise, other than Jenna Ortega, but even before. Because she was casted before she really blew up. Mm. Like, they just casted, like, good actors. It wasn't anything to do with, like, oh, that big name. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, exactly. it was kind of like how, like, um, I would say, like, X-Men First Class, how, like, Jennifer Lawrence wasn't a big name yet. Mm-hmm. And then she blew up, like, right after. But, like, when she was hired, it was just, oh, mm-hmm. just another actor. That's yeah. the same thing with Jenna Ortega. She wasn't Jenna Ortega <laughs> yet. Well, now she is. Now know. she is, and she's great. And I'm very happy that she's getting all the success. She's a good actor. Definitely, definitely. So what are you rated? I'm pretty sure you've already rated it because it's out on Instagram. Yeah. And 8.5 out of 10. A lot yeah. of fun. I uh, would say... I would say definitely eight, 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 eight point five around there. The only things that I would knock it down, like I said, is the fact that not not many of the core people died. You know, I think at least one people should, or should at least more dead. injured. Exactly more injured. Well, no, not not more injured because you saw Jenna Ortega. We were saying about that <laughs> that she got stabbed in. She got stabbed in the back. Stabbed well, in the I mean, like more consequence to the in, like Jenna Ortega should have been like. Paralyzed. Paralyzed, or like at least have had a hard time, you yeah. know, like mm, running around. She should have been bleeding out. True that, true that, true that, true that. Um, yeah, so I think I would definitely give it, I think I would definitely give it an eight for that, like I said. Um, I just, <sighs> there were some things bad about it, but most of all, I had a lot of fun with it. And I, yeah. I'm very excited for the next one, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so that'll be that'll be our episode. I we're going a little bit over, we're going a little bit over an hour. We just came like like I said, we just came back from the movies. We're a little, kind of tired out a little bit, but we're glad that you guys were able to stick it through with us, you know, and talk, mm-hmm. for us to talk about this, talk about the film and the other film that should have been out already, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, we've been busy. We've been busy, yeah. So definitely. Um, we're gonna start trying to make these more, more and more and more consistent and frequent. We're not sure about the date, but we're gonna figure out a day that works well for all of us, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that's our takes for the two for the two films. 
you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp and you know, Quantumanium could do a lot better, could have been a lot better, need a lot of work, and Scream, Scream 6, I think was just, just, just right. right. Was just right. Good amount of work, good amount of good everything around, you know. Um, so, yeah, with that, we have to bid you a farewell. So, my uh, name is Sebastian. My name is Amanda. And uh, you have been seeing the Cynic Society. Bye. Bye-bye.